Hello. We are excited that you have decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku under the Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street, Bergaw, North Carolina, 28425, every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to give a donation, you can go to our website and click the donation button at www.mtdm.org. See everything in the midst of this room, God. And you are God of nothing missing, nothing broken. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are God of peace. You're Jehovah Rapha. You are God that heals. So I thank you for being in the midst of us on today. God, I thank you for being Jehovah Jireh. God, you are a provider. You know every need in this room and you have provided it. So I thank you, God, that as I go forth with this word, Father God, that your word seals everything on today in Jesus' name. Thank you for opening up our hearts to receive what you have to give the people on today. For it's not by might nor by power, but it will be by your spirit on today. And God, I thank you that it's no longer I, it's no longer us who live, but it's Christ who lives in us because we have been crucified with Christ. And I thank you that as I open my mouth, you have already filled it, God. I thank you for my helper, my teacher, which is the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. God is good, isn't he? And all the time, he is good. Do we really know how good God is? Do we really know how good he is? When we know his goodness and how good he is, we can get up every morning and thank him and say, God, you're good. Because I made it. God, you're good because I have breath in my body. God, you're good because I'm in my right mind. God, you're so good because I'm already healed. God, you are good. He is better than he's so good. Hallelujah. Open your Bibles again to 2 Corinthians verse 5, chapter 5, verse 7. Hallelujah. And we're going to continue what we've been talking on. Hallelujah. The word of God now reads, for we walk by faith and not by sight. You may be seated. We've been talking about walking by faith, and that means that you live in by what you believe and not what you see. And what we got to understand, and I think what the church missed, because we are the church. This is just a building that we come into in fellowship. I believe what we miss is. When you get born again and you accept Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, then you're born of the Spirit. And those that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. And if you're born of the Spirit, what happens is everything you need is in your spirit. Your spirit is what got born again. Your spirit is what became new. And in order for you to know what you have in your spirit, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions have to be renewed according to the word of God. So your soul did not get saved. 
Every day we go through something that causes our emotions to flare up. We go through something that changes our will, that changes our mind. But the more we get into the word of God and know who we are, then we can live by what we believe. If you don't know that you are spirit being first and foremost, that you're born from above, you're not born of this earth. So I think this is where we, the church clash because some people think this is what I got to do to get God to do something. I'm here to tell you, you don't have to do nothing but accept what he's already done. God has already done everything that needs to be done on our behalf. The victory has already been won. So we're walking according to what's done, not trying to get something done. That's how you live by what you believe. If you never go into the word and know what you have, you're going to continually try to get something that God has already provided. Look at your neighbor and say, quit trying to do something that God has already done. I have watched my little poodle playing by himself and I'll see him trying to catch his tail. He go round and round and round and try to get that tail. And I'm like, okay, you, you got a tail. We know it's already there. But he's going round and round in a circle trying to get something he already got. This is what the church is doing. We going around in circles. And I hear it in this building. Some of us in this building is going round in circles trying to be healed, trying to be delivered, trying to be set free, trying to find a mate, trying to get more money, trying to leave home to get some peace I'm going to turn around and swallow my water on that one. I believe we have a lot of people trying to leave home to get some peace. And the funny part is, some of you in the house by yourself. Y'all come in the right place at the right time. Because you're going to be sanctified in truth. Sanctify me in truth. Set me apart in truth. And that's what the Lord has given me a ministry to do. So what I do, I come in and I hit the root. If I hit the root and dig up that root, you can live free. Some of us got roots that we've been living with for years and we think that it's okay. But I'm here to tell you it's not okay because Jesus has paid the price for all of us so we don't have to live the way that we used to live. Quit telling somebody that you got to be like I am. No, I'm going to be who I am in him. Quit telling somebody you got to do this to get this from God. You don't have to do nothing but accept what God has done. We be putting people up under the law, making them slaves. We're no longer slaves. We are free. You don't have to do nothing to get nothing. So if somebody telling you this is what you got to do to be accepted, say the devil is a lie. I've already been accepted in the beloved. When we don't know these things, I'm going to say it. Some of us are out prostituting. Y'all know what prostitutes do, right? Yeah, some of the churches out prostituting. We out trying to get something that we already have. And we're working hard for it. And some of us still haven't found it. That's not how it's supposed to be. And that's why I'm talking about walking by faith, living by what we believe. Some of us, even in our own marriages, and I talk about this all the time. We're trying to do something to satisfy our spouse. Your spouse will never be satisfied until they really get to know Jesus. 
Because when you really get to know Jesus, you become so complete in him that you will be able to love your wife the way Christ loved the church. And a wife will be able to submit to that husband. Because if she submits to God, she can submit to her husband as her husband submit to him as well. So it worked both ways. Y'all, the Bible gives us so much that we need to live by, that we need to believe. But some of us don't go in there long enough to hear what God is saying. God is talking in 66 books, y'all. And every time you open up one, if you want to hear the voice of God, open up the word and say, speak, Lord. Your servant hears. And we need to open up our heart on a daily basis to hear what he's saying. Because, y'all, we're living in a fallen world. But I'm here to tell you, even in this fallen world that we're living in, even in all this evil that's around us, guess what? We can walk by faith and not by what we see. We can live by what we believe and not by what we see. And that's when people say, you're not of this world. No, I'm not. Because I'm living according to God's way of being and God's way of doing. Don't get mad at me if I'm living my life according to him. We shouldn't get mad at each other. If you see somebody going from glory to glory to glory, that's because they're trusting God. They're not trusting in what's around them. See, for 23 years in this ministry, all me and my husband been doing is trusting what God is saying outside of what we see. And I'm telling y'all, it works. It works when you can trust God that much and knowing that, God, you're my provider. You're the one that takes care of me. So when we walk by faith, I want to talk a little bit more about this because I want to talk about activating your faith. The first thing you need to do to activate your faith is to know that God has given all of us, all of us that are born again. He has given all of us the same measure of faith. That means that if you take a soup spoon and you fill that spoon up to the to that spoon, the si- everybody's going to get the same amount of soup. And I said it last time. Some people might say, I didn't get what you got because you already done drunk yours up. You done slurped it up. You got the same thing I got, but you just was greedy. Now you got to use what you already got. So it's not that somebody got more faith or less faith. It's you seeing people stepping out on the faith that God has already given them. So all of us in this room that are born again, we have the same measure of faith. Now, for that faith to become activated, guess how it activates? Through the word. Faith come by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God. You have to be able to hear the word of God. And as you hear the word of God, the faith, your faith is activated according to the word. Now, I said that, but I have to give you proof on that. When you look in Matthew, the eighth chapter is talking about a centurion and this centurion was coming to Jesus because he had a servant that was taken ill. He was paralyzed. Well, he was at the point of death. So he went to Jesus and he was telling Jesus and Matthew eight, eight, I'm going to eight, eight, but to break it down, he went to Jesus and he said, Jesus, come to my house. But then all of a sudden the centurion said, you know what? You don't have to come to my house because I'm not even worthy enough for you to come to my house. But one thing that the centurion knew, he told Jesus in verse 8, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. 
Therefore, I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. So what he was saying, he said, if you would just speak a word, you don't have to come to my house. See, faith is, is activated by the word of God. He said, just speak a word. So the only thing he had to do is speak. He said, don't even come to my house. See, what we have done, we have lost How can I say it? We don't believe that the word works because if you tell somebody pray for me and they say, okay, I'm going to pray for you. And they be speak the word and they can be way over there in Canada. That word is going to work in Canada because the Bible tell me that he have ministering angels and those angels are carriers of the word of God. Some people are saying, well, if you don't come to my house, I'm not going to be healed. See, that's a lie from the pit of hell because the only thing they need is the spoken word. So if that word is spoken, that word can be carried where they are. And faith is activated through that word. But there's authority that God has given us. So the satyrian knew Jesus had authority. Jesus had the right to speak and it was going to take place. We have the same authority. So your faith is activated by the word of God. When you begin to speak the word and say, be healed, it's already done. That's how we walk by faith. And not by sight. We don't wait around to see if it's going to be done. The scripture says that it was done. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you already healed. Say, neighbor, you already healed. Say, do you believe that? We don't go on how we feel. See, when we walk by faith and not by sight, we don't go on our body still cutting up. It's about what we see spiritually. You got to see spiritually, not naturally. Some of you may have come in here even this morning with pain. But if you go on what the Bible says by Jesus stripes, I was already healed. That means I don't have to wait on nothing. I'm already healed outside of how I feel. Amen, Jennifer Porter. You already the heal. But you're healed. Amen. She said, just like that. Look at God. See, because we got to understand that whatever God says, I'm going to say this, whatever God says was already done. Some of us are waiting on it to get done. Some of y'all have heard God tell you something and in natural, it looks like it ain't done. But I'm here to tell you it was done over 2000 years ago. The reason why, because everything about us in this room is written. It's already written. The day that you're in has already been written. This is why you got to spend time with God to know what God has for you in this day. This is why some of us are in debt. Because we go out and get things God ain't told us that we should have. But we go out to get it and make us feel good. Come on, some of us get a lot of money and you can be sick as a dog, but you feel good when the money comes. That money make you feel good. Brother Willis say, true that. <laughs> it make you feel real good. But how many know that that money will leave? Then after that money gone, you're right back in that depressive state. But I don't know about you. See, when I went through the ordeal I went through, no money could help me. My husband said, go spend all the money you want. I said, man, if I had a million dollars, it wouldn't move how I'm feeling. 
So he knew at that that point, either I take her to the oaks, because I can't deal with this. But God dealt with it. Why? Because I trusted God more than how I felt. I had to press through it. I had to call on God more than I was looking at what I was going through. Come on, that's walking by faith. That's walking by what you believe and not walking by what you see. Did I feel a certain way? Yes, ma'am, I felt a certain way. But I said, God, that ain't what you said. So you got to honor what you're saying to me. God, you said you're man, you God, and not man that you should lie. You said, God, that you're not the son of God, that you shall repent. You said you're not going to change your mind on me. Have you not spoken it? Have you not said it? God, you're supposed to make it good. So I had to remind myself on a daily basis, even though my life was in a turmoil, I said, God, that's not what you said. I have the mind of Christ. I had to wake up talking about it. I had to talk about it in the middle of the day. I had to talk about it before I laid down. It was in my sleep. I was saying, God, that's not what you said. Come on, you got to know how to activate it. Quit whining and complaining. That don't change nothing. But activate the faith that's in you. Wake it up through the word of God. And say, God, all of your promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. God, I shall live and not die and see. And declare the works of the Lord. You got to do it. I'm tired of people on their knees and saying... Oh, Lord, come by here. Lord, I know you can. Lord, come on and do it. And Lord is sitting there saying, get up and speak my word. Quit begging me to do something. Speak to that mountain yourself. Don't be speaking to me about that mountain. I've given you power to speak to it and tell it to move and go over to yonder place. And don't doubt in your heart, but speak only what you believe. We got too many people knees wore out because they down there trying to get God to do something. He gave you the power to do it. You got to speak those things that be not as though they were. God turned over the keys to you. While we're whining and complaining, the devil's laughing. Look at your neighbor and say, get off your knees and begin to decree and declare what God has said. Say, if you're on your knees, decree and declare. Some of us get down there and can't even get up. We need to be declaring and declaring. Lord, help me out now. (laughs) All of my strength come from you. You're the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Because the older you get, you can't pop up like you used to. Come on, you need God help to get you up. You've been down there so long whining. Now you need somebody to help you get up. And the dog can't even help you. Y'all know what I mean. So we got to activate our faith through the word of God. And this is what was happening when we deal with Mark 11, when we deal with Mark 8. Go back and read the scriptures. He's telling us it takes the word. We got to speak the word. And as we speak in the word, we got to believe that we already have it. We're not waiting on it. It's already mine. So I can't go on what I see. I got to go on what God has already said because he is God. His word is forever settled in heaven. So if it's already settled in heaven, God is not going to change. Amen. So we activate it. 
through the word of God. And then another way that we activate our faith is acknowledging every good thing that's in us. When we know what's in us and what we already have, did y'all know that God has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places? Some of us don't even know what a spiritual blessing is. We just read it in Ephesians 1, 3 and be like, well, Lord, what in the world is a spiritual blessing? God has already bestowed blessings upon us. I'm not waiting to get blessed, y'all. I'm already blessed. And so I call those blessings forward. One of those blessings, and I'm going to give you a few, that God is talking about those spiritual blessings. God said in his word that I have been accepted in the beloved. And my acceptance, y'all, was not based on me. But it was based on the blood of Jesus that I can stand before the Father and don't have a problem going to the throne of grace because I know what the blood has done for me. That's a spiritual blessing. I have been accepted in the beloved. Then another spiritual blessing is I have been adopted by God. I'm a son of God. So if I know that I'm a son of God, that means that everything God has, I already have. See, y'all got to know these things. Everything God has, I already have. So that means I don't have to wait on it. It's already mine. So if I've been accepted in the beloved, I've been adopted in the beloved, I have been chosen. Y'all check this out. I was chosen by God even before the foundations of this world. That means that God chose me even before I existed. He chose me. I didn't choose myself. So if I am chosen by God and I know that I'm chosen by God, I don't need nobody to tell me nothing. Our problem is we don't know these spiritual blessings. So we waiting on somebody to tell us I'm chosen. We waiting on somebody to accept us. We waiting on somebody to adopt us. I'm adopted by him. I'm a child of the king. I'm a son of God. I'm accepted by him. I can stand before him. Come on. I'm chosen by him. When you know these things, I'm forgiven by him. I'm redeemed by him. The blood of Jesus have redeemed me. It have paid the price for the blood. That means all of my sins have been forgiven so you're not going to condemn me by what I used to do or how I used to do it because it don't change the fact who I am in him spiritual blessings we got all these spiritual blessings and we're not acting upon them your faith is activated when you know these things Come on, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, come on, it's on the inside of me. So if I know this power is on the inside of me, why am I waiting on somebody to do something and I got the power in me to do it and to release it? Activating my faith. When you know what you have, why are you waiting on somebody to give it to you? Come on, I talked about the attic. We put so many things in the attic and we forget about it. When you forget about it, you can't use it. Some of us go out and buy stuff that we already have because we forgot about what's in the attic. But when we know what we have, we're not going out and buying extra. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yes, we do. Some of us go out and buy extra because we can. So this is what God is saying. Faith need to be activated. It's activated by the word. It's activated by acknowledging every good thing that's in you. When you know what's already in you, you don't need to go get something. Quit allowing people to tell you you got to do something to get something from God. Y'all, God has already provided everything. God's already provided healing. 
We're already the heal, not waiting to get healed. So we command our healing. We command everything that belongs to us. God said, quit coming to me. God said, you already have it. The problem with us is when it looked like it's not happening, we think that it's not done. That's what the devil wants you to do. But we got to continue to stand on what we believe. When Jesus spoke to that fig tree, Jesus spoke and went about his father's business. Why? Because in natural, the fig tree looked like it was still living. But in the supernatural, it was already dead and Jesus knew it. So Jesus went about his father's business. He went about doing what his father would have him to do. And when they come back by the tree, they say, Master, the tree that you curse, it has withered at the roots. And I, I believe Jesus said, and? But what Jesus said, have faith in God. For your faith to be activated, when you begin to speak to a thing, you know that that thing is already what you've spoken. But the, another thing that keeps our faith from being activated is focusing on things opposite to the word. When we focus on our bodies, what our bodies are not doing, then we take the focus off of what the word has already said about our bodies. Y'all, we have to use the word for what it is. So your focus, the Bible said, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, so does he become. What are you spending more time thinking about? A murderer spends more time thinking about murdering somebody. They think about how they put the plan in place. They have it all mapped out in their mind. So if we're thinking about murdering somebody, it's already mapped out. Do y'all know that we have already murdered somebody in our mind and haven't done it actually physical? See, that's, that's in another realm, isn't it? You can be talking to somebody and they already got murder on their mind and you never know it. Never know it until they carry it out. And you'd be like, that person that looked like a murderer, what a murderer was supposed to look like. <laughs> you better know who you're living with. You better know who you're messing with. You better know who you're getting off the internet. Everything on the internet that sound good and look good and, and you think it smell good ain't good. They can be so nice. A murderer can be nicer than your family. And kill you. Look at somebody say, you better know who you're living with. And I heard this in the spirit. Somebody said, I already know. (laughs) So God wants us to walk by faith and not by sight. He wants us to walk by what we believe and not what we see. And it takes the word, y'all, to do it. So whatever God has promised you, whatever you're standing on, it ain't over until God says it's over. And sometime we go through a wilderness. The Egyptian, the Israelites went through a wilderness. And when they went through that wilderness, y'all, it was nothing out there. But guess what they had? They had God. They had a cloud by day. They had a fire by night. And God always was there to provide. He just wanted them to trust him in that wilderness. Some of y'all are in a wilderness in your life right now. It seems like there's no way out. But God will test you in the place that you're in to see, are you going to trust me more than you trust in what's going on around you? God is saying, I got you. I had you over 2,000 years ago. If you will put more focus on me and what my word is saying to you, you 
wouldn't even be paying attention to what's going on around you. You would just walk through it and you would know that it was me that carried you through it. So whatever your attention is on, that's what you're going to become. If your attention is on sickness and you're always talking about sickness, you're always Googling sickness, sickness is going to be before you. And we have to understand that sometimes our bodies only react to the way we think. If you think about sickness, you end up sick. If you think about being poor, you end up being poor. If you think about being in lack, you end up being in lack. But if you live according to what God has given you outside of what you see, guess what? You are rich. Everything we need is already in him. He's in us and we're in him. So we can live and walk by what we believe and not by what we see. So today God is saying, We walk by faith and not by sight. Now faith is the substance, the title deed, the assurance of what you've been hoping for. Your faith gives you the assurance of what you're hoping for. Saying God is giving me the proof of what I yet don't see. So God has given all of us this faith to believe in the impossible so it can become possible. But if we don't trust God more than we're trusting our situation, guess what's going to happen? We're going to believe in that situation more than we believe in God because we're focused more on that situation. 23 years, y'all, me and my husband off jobs, off jobs, not trying to calculate tides. To make sure this one got to pay this or this one got to pay that. We say give from your heart. Y'all got to understand what walking by faith is. Walking by faith is saying, God, I trust you because you chose me to this. I didn't choose myself. So every day we have to walk by faith because we don't know what people are going to give. Some of y'all on jobs, you know what you're going to get every week. You know what you're going to get every two weeks so you can calculate your money. By what you knowing you're going to get. And if you don't get it, you fire heart mad. But me and my husband, we walk by faith because we don't tell people you're going to get this and you're going to get this and you're going to get that. We just take what God have and we use it for his glory. So that's walking by faith. And how we learned this is our dependency is more on him than it's on ourselves. That's selfishness. When you're dependent on you, that's selfishness. That's pride. When you are a child of the king, when you are a citizen of the kingdom, he's supposed to take care of you. Y'all didn't know that? God's supposed to take care of his citizens. Why? So he can be glorified. God want to be glorified through us. But how can he be glorified if we're whining and complaining all the time? Well, Lord, this ain't working. Lord, that ain't working. God, I don't know what I'm going to do, huh? All of this power that's in you, all of this resurrection power that's in you, and you you telling me you don't know what you're going to do, and I have given you these things. And once you go in the Bible and read what you have, your faith is so activated, you feel like I can move that mountain. Because it's not me that's doing it. It is the power of God that's going to work through me to get it done. So we have to call those things that be not as though they were. Y'all, that's a daily walk. Daddy always says it's a daily walk. Daddy always say the word will drive you or it will draw you. And sometimes it has driven people out of this building. Because some people don't want to walk by faith. 
They don't want to live by what they believe, by what the words say. They want to live on how they feel. Y'all, we're in an evil time, and it's going to get worse. I'm telling you the truth. It's going to get worse. You're going to see things like you never saw before. And if you don't have this word rooted and grounded on the inside of you, I don't care if you've been saved for 40 years, you will not make it. So every day it has to take the word of God because you're going to meet people that will literally try to kill you without a cause. And you're going to have to know how to answer those people. You can't rise up in your flesh. You got to be in the spirit on the Lord's day. Everywhere you go, you got to be in the spirit. People look at you and don't like you now. Things are happening so quick. The enemy is trying to take over. And I want to say something, y'all. He's doing a better job than the church. Because the church is sitting back, not coming against one another. Instead of coming together, praying, sending the word. Come on, if you're going to watch the news, begin to speak those things that be not as though they were. Don't sit up there and agree with them because it's news. Everything you hear ain't true. Some people add to it. So that's why the discerning of spirits got to rise up in you. When you walk by what you believe and not by what you see, you will make it in this evil world. Because you're living according to truth. You're not living according to a lie. So God is saying today, let us church learn to walk by faith and not by what you see. Because I don't know about you, I'm seeing some stuff. And Lord knows I have to pull myself back in and say, Lord, that's not what you said. God, that's not what you said. And I have to always focus on him and say, what you want me to do in this situation? How do you want me to do it? And a scripture always pop up. See, that's why you got to be so full of the word. Even though your spirit is full of the word, you got to take and renew your middleman, the mind, the will, and the emotion so it can connect with your spirit so your body shall follow. If you still in some situations, your body is following the negative instead of following the truth. So that's why your body has to be trained according to truth and once your body get used to truth it's going to walk according to truth we don't want our bodies to be a windshield wiper one day i'm this the next day i'm that no we want our bodies to walk according to what we believe amen and what we believe is according to the word of god y'all this is no joke this is for real let god be true and let every man Become a liar. Amen. Come give God a hand clap of praise. I tell you what, God know what to do and God know how to do it. Cause I'm going to tell you something. When we try to do stuff in our own strength, y'all, it don't work. God will set your eyes on one thing and God will move through everything. Won't he? So we honor God on the day. Um, do we have any visitors that would like to stand at this time? Any visitors? Okay, we all good? Um, we can come on. Thanks for watching Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, where miracles happen. You can join us each week on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern for church service and on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Bible study. For upcoming events, teachings, and ways to contact us and more, you can visit us on the web at www.mtdm.org. You can also give a donation by clicking the Donation tab.
God bless you, and we will see you next week.